Stay tuned at the end of the show for our special spoiler cast about the finale of Picard. Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks. I'm Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. Brian, we're number one. We're number one. Fuck yeah, America. Yes, we are, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, our numbers are, as they would say in Lost, bad. <laughs> <laughs> or, or as they would say in the White House press briefings every day, they're beautiful. They're beautiful oh, yes. numbers. They're beautifully big numbers. Beautifully big numbers. Yeah, we're kind of screwed. Well, and it's funny. We're recording this one day after what was supposed to be the L.A. Dodgers opening day. And now there's a drive through <laughs> COVID testing facility in the parking lot. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the, the one bit of good news we can glean from all the numbers coming out uh, this week is uh, testing kits are up <laughs> and apparently yeah. available. So that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I guess that is a plus. Yeah. And uh, I would just like to say, fuck the L.A. Times, because mm. most major newspapers are giving away all their their covid news for free. And the L.A. Times gives you one article a day. That's all you get. <sighs> OK, that's an interesting choice on their part. Yeah, it's a very interesting choice on their part. You can subscribe for one dollar for eight weeks, which it might just do and then cancel, of course, at week seven, because. It's not that I don't want to support local journalism. The L.A. Times has generally had what we call lackluster journalism. So uh, it's just never been, a, I thought, a great newspaper. So I haven't done it. But, you know, there's just a lot of local news in there that I want to get. And it, it's all around COVID stuff. And they're not giving any of it away. So Yeah, $1 yeah. For, for two months isn't too bad. I, I actually think I'm... I'm going to do that as well. See, the problem is I could normally go to, say, any of our local uh, TV station news websites, but they're all so horribly designed. Oh, they're so bad. <laughs> so bad. So, yeah, I think I'll drop a buck. But uh, and speaking of uh, telling people to F off, uh, F everyone. There's a reason <laughs> we're in this problem. Uh, the YouTuber who has filmed himself licking the handrails on the New York subway train. Uh, there was a woman, I can't quite remember where she was, who has been arrested uh, and charged because she went to her local grocery stores and purposefully coughed over everything. Oh, good. What she was charged. With... That's great. Yes, yes, yes. So what is, what is wrong with people? I, I, I honestly don't understand this. Uh, well, also a TikTok personality known as Lars posted uh, the COVID challenge of him licking a toilet has now died from the coronavirus. So, well, you know, I don't wish anyone dead, but if I did, it'd be that dude. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He was hospitalized. He's not dead. I was just, okay. it was wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> you know, the thing is like, I'm trying not to fall into the pit of despair that we've all discussed and the pit of rage and anger, but it's getting harder and harder not to because you and I and most rational people, especially here in California, where we had a relatively proactive response to this uh, two weeks ago, mm -hmm. we've been sitting in isolation for over two weeks now. And I'm starting to go a little batty. Everybody I know is starting to go a little batty. And the reality is we've been sitting here for two weeks while everybody else has been running around coughing on groceries and licking toilets, which means we're going to have to be here even longer. And I'm angry. I'm now getting officially angry at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it's going to be, man. I'm ready for two months more of this. Uh, <laughs> oh, d definitely. Like yeah. everything is just getting pushed back now. You know, first it was, uh, well, you know, of course, according to the Cheeto, we're opening up for business and for Easter. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just love how he says, you know, everybody needs to be in church. I'm like, why do you want to send them to church so they can go see God sooner? 
because <laughs> that's yeah. probably what's going to happen. And yeah. uh, I do want to say that because in the morning I have a bit of a cough every day. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a cough and a runny nose. Is, well, the cough is part of the symptoms for COVID. But the runny nose and blowing your nose all the time is not part yeah. of the symptoms. But if I have to go, like, do a, a stealth supply run because we just ran out of something that I just have to run in and get – uh, mm-hmm. I do want a T-shirt that just says, no, 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 I just have allergies. Don't shoot. Because <laughs> people, man, it's it's <laughs> that that brotherly love has gone away out there. Yeah, it, it definitely has. And, and I've actually noticed it. Uh, I still go out and do my bike rides and, and there's, you know, people trying to stay sane and out walking and running and getting their exercise along the bike paths here in Santa Monica. But uh, people are staying away from each other. There is a... Uh, people, when I take my kid out for a walk and somebody else is walking down the street, uh, they will cross the street now. Oh, yeah, that totally happens here, too. I was out yesterday for a short walk and, you know, everybody just nods and we just kind of walk around each other and, Mm -hmm. you know, say, hey, man, stay safe. You know, everybody's cordial, but everybody is definitely paying attention to not getting in anybody's space. Yeah. And I haven't done any grocery runs or anything. My wife has become a a ninja at the online grocery shopping. She she (laughs) knows when the windows are opening up for Amazon Fresh. She's got an Instacart for Ralph's going at all times, checking delivery windows, punching things in as soon as they open up. Um, I've got, you know, one to two bags a day are being dropped off at the edge of at end of my bridge and um, <laughs> we let them sit outside for a little bit and uh, wash our hands copiously after we bring things in and yeah there has not been a single store run for me for quite some time now yeah it's been a couple weeks for me i mean i mean i had to go this week once and i was in and out in like three and a half minutes oh in but, and out god i want oh, in and <laughs> Uh, but I got to tell you, one thing that happened, like, I mean, almost instantly a couple of weeks ago is we just don't let anything go to waste. It's like if something, oh, yeah. if something looks like it's about to turn, it's like, just eat it. We don't yep. care. No, nobody cares about the diet. You know, nobody gives It's like, let's not let it go to waste. We'll keep the calories in our tum-tums. I, I have had more carbs in the last two weeks than in the last two years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've even got a couple extra cans of Chef Boyardee beef ravioli sitting around for the end times. I'm like, if we're going to go out, man, I'm going out with Chef Boyardee. Ooh, ooh, I might add some SpaghettiOs to my list and try, try and time to introduce my son to the, you know, pleasures of my youth. Oh, SpaghettiOs <laughs> with hot dogs. Oh, yeah. my favorite. Those were my favorite. But yeah, I got to say that there was an article on the New York Times. Uh, Trump wants to reopen America. Here's what happens if we do. I mm-hmm. don't really care about what was in the article because we all have seen it on the news now and have read it. But I just got to say, man, what a fantastic job of their web design. That graphic they have is so good. The New York Times has just been uh, mostly uh, whenever they do any of these special pages with the good design stuff, they've been knocking it out of the park. They've oh, got some people over it. there. Yeah. 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 I, I have to say that's like one of the last places that I would think it would happen. But for years now, we've talked about it on the show. Any of their big special things, they put a lot of time and effort into it over mm-hmm. there. So they've got a really top notch team. So kudos to you guys at the New York Times for your, your web ninja skills for sure. Yeah. They've got some really good web WordPress plugins. and uh, a friend of the show joey robbie sent me this next one it'll be in the show notes it is a gif on imager on how to properly wash your hands now i've everybody talks about how to wash your hands but this is one of the best illustrations i've ever seen it's basically somebody in white latex gloves and they put black ink on their hands to show how to cover everything and i thought it was fantastic yeah i mean you know I, I kind of learned this a long time ago, and I've, I've learned it again recently because, you know, in the last year I had to teach my kid how to wash his hands. This is how you do it. I've never seen something that detailed, though. I yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. 
It's really good. And we talked about Slack before, and uh, they have been they've been rock solid for me. They haven't gone down at all. And uh, back on uh, was it uh, to, to, to March sixteenth? So this is a while ago. This is eleven days ago. Um, mm-hmm. They had twelve point five million uh, concurrent users. That's pretty right. impressive. That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I've I've been using Teams with the company that I'm working with, and I even had a six person conference call through Teams conference call software, and it was pretty solid for me too. Wow, yeah. I mean, yeah. from Microsoft, I expect it, but you know that team at Slack isn't. You know, they're they're slackers. They're, they're slackers. Yeah, I know them. <laughs> it's like that's why I'm amazed. I'm like, you guys did that. I mean, I'm like I know you did Flickr and all that stuff, but this is pretty impressive. That's a lot of concurrency. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, I saw this over at TechCrunch, and I love this one. Gig workers could get unemployment benefits under the $2 trillion Senate stimulus bill. Now, we talked about this uh, previously, where Uber CEO Dara Khosrowshahawi, I I even practiced that this morning. (laughs) Khosrowshahawi, I guess I don't have enough tea in it. It's one of those names that you shouldn't be expected to say before noon. I know. I, you know what I need? I need a text expander snippet to put it out in phonetics for me because right. that's a tough one for me. Uh, he says, I am thankful that the U.S. Senate has ensured that drivers and delivery people, along with all independent workers, will qualify for expanded unemployment insurance under the bipartisan COVID-19 relief package. It goes on to say the 1.3 million Americans who drive and deliver with Uber are facing extraordinary economic challenges. Many on the front lines of this crisis, keeping their communities moving and getting food to people sheltering indoors. Those who have lost the opportunity to earn need and deserve the support. Now, here's where here's where I love this article. That's, you know, whatever. That's just bullshit. Yeah. Service. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. This is where TechCrunch finally steps up and, and grows a set. He says, what Koshwahari is saying about workers facing extraordinary economic challenges and being on the front lines of the crisis is true. But it doesn't take into account the fact that Uber could offer drivers and delivery workers benefits without the help of the U.S. government. In addition to unemployment benefits, gig workers have organized around better pay, disability insurance, and the right to unionize. Well, at least they're fucking calling a spade a spade finally. Good. Thank you. That's what we've been saying all along. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And as I mentioned on last week's show, I did finally do a little research, Jason, unbelievably. Right. And I went through all my music collections and I found my ambient playlist ideas. These are all am- albums that I've listened to and worked with all the time in the background. There's no vocals. There's no anything. It's just music and it's awesome. Uh, the full list will be in the show notes. I'll just run through them really quickly. The granddaddy of them all, the album that started ambient music, of course, Brian Eno's Music for Airports. Which I listen to at least once or twice a week. Yep. Uh, Moby has done a number of ambient albums. My first one, uh, my favorite one is the first one he did simply called Ambient, which was done way back in like, I believe the 90s or something like that. It's phenomenal. Uh, His more recent ones that we talked about on the show when he released them a couple years back, Long Ambience 1, Calm Sleep and Long Ambience 2. All of these are on Spotify. Uh, Aphex Twin has some phenomenal ambient albums, Selected Ambient Works Volume 1 and Selected Ambient Works Volume 2. Underworld, which is uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, has done a number of um, kind of more ambient electronic stuff. Uh, They have two playlists on Spotify, which are great. Ambient Ballads and Electronic Folkman and Melodic Groove for Twisted Floors Man. Both of them are really good. and then I dug deep into my catalog and I found this album that I think, well, it was, in, okay, so it's called, the, the artist is Vapor Space. Uh, the song is called Gravitational Arch of Ten. Good luck finding this anywhere. The only thing I could find online was the actual 
song itself on YouTube, which is about seven minutes long. The CD that I had when this originally came out had the single and then another like 25 to 30 minute variation on the single that blended seamlessly with another like four or five minute outro that blended seamlessly. It was amazing. It is epic ambient classical music build and release at its finest. And the great thing about it is it in entirety, if you can find it anywhere, is it's about exactly 40 minutes long. Now, if you remember ah. <laughs> our discussion about the Pomodoro technique, what you would do is you would sit down, you would start working, you would press play, and by the time it ended, you knew it was time to get up and take a break. It was perfect, but you can't find it online anywhere. <laughs> oh, my. But you still have it, right? I, I've got to dig into my old iTunes library and find it. And if I do find it, I'll post it somewhere because I, I seriously doubt anybody is checking copyright restrictions on this at this point because it's so old. But uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, slap that up on YouTube so everybody can uh, have a go. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, of course, Nine Inch Nails released their Ghosts 1 through 4 albums uh, a while back, which is really good instrumental stuff. And uh, weirdly enough, they came out with uh, two more Ghosts 5 together and Ghosts 6 Locust dropped this week quietly via announcement through the band's social media. So they talked about how, you know, we're in really grim times and here's something that hopefully will help make you pass them. So they just released two new al full albums of ambient work. So lots of stuff for you to listen to to get your work done. Except their website just is getting hammered. A friend of the show, MXV, last night was bitching at me about it. He's like, I go keep going and trying to download it and the website breaks. I'm like, well, bitch to Trent, not me. <laughs> it's not my website. <laughs> and if he actually read the statement, it said it was going to be released on streaming media the next day. So as of today, it should be on streaming media as well. So yeah. calm down, everybody. <laughs> he doesn't sign up for those kind of things. So Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's just waiting for the vinyl to drop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what now, here's a, here's a, here's a shocker for me. Mm -hmm. uh, we're working with a possible new artist who is uh, pretty big on TikTok mm -hmm. and uh, doing some stuff with her. Uh, she used to be the number one person on TikTok, but she dropped a number two this week, crazily enough. So my roommate has gone down the TikTok hole trying to do research on it and then discovered that she absolutely loves it. <laughs> So TikTok may save us all because I tell you what, I started to watch some of the things that she's going through. They're funny as hell. They're short and they perk you up. And I, I don't know, man, I've always poo-pooed these little <laughs> things like Vine and TikTok and all that. But if you go to the comedy section and just go to the Discover tab, there's some shit in there that will just make you fall over laughing. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, these are some really funny people. All right. Well, you know. Have fun with that. I shall I shall continue to look with disdain. Ah, uh, you look with disdain. I'm gonna be over here laughing my ass off because I need I need humor in my life. I need humor right. and there's some really funny stuff in there. Yep. And uh I found this one to this morning, and this is the greatest work from home advice for couples or even roommates I have ever heard. And this comes from Molly Tolsky. It was reposted my by my friend uh, Dana, who works with Caesar Milan. And uh here it is. Get yourselves an imaginary coworker or housemate to blame things on. She goes on to say, in our apartment, Cheryl keeps leaving her dirty water cups all over the place, and we don't know what to do about her. That's genius. pretty funny. It's there's genius. a really, there's another really good meme going around, particularly on Facebook, I think, where people are posting. Uh, now that we're all w working at home, uh, tell us a story about the worst thing that your pets did this week, but replace the pet's name with somebody from an office. So it's like, oh, Cheryl shat in the wrong place this morning. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's pretty fun watching how everybody's coping with this. And now when this whole thing's over, 
And you're, everybody's going to know what we've been doing for 20 years. And they're going to be like, how did you survive? <laughs> I know. We're going to look like goddamn heroes. In the news. And we just talked about Uber and in some sad Uber news. Uh, Queen's Uber driver has passed away from the coronavirus. And it's sad because he like started to get really scared. And he got an airport pickup that was coughing and seemed to be sick. And he just quit driving. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. He was scared. And mm-hmm. uh, turns out that guy did give it to him. And he did unfortunately die. And since there are no benefits from Uber for, you know, mm-hmm. non-employees, his whole family is basically screwed, which really, really sucks. So thank you again, Uber. And I just feel bad for this guy's family. Yep. And Amazon workers are really pissed off right now <laughs> because so far 10 warehouses have tested uh, positive for COVID-19 cases. Mm-hmm. and. Amazon is not actually being the ones that are disclosing it to the workers. They hear about it through rumors and back chatter and back talk, which is now, really see, I, bad. I don't remember if I talked about this with you. See, the thing is now that we're all like working at home and chatting about all this stuff nonstop, I don't remember who I had the conversations with. Did I have it with you that I was saying there should be a law requiring companies to disclose when this happens? Uh, no, that wasn't me. Okay, well – not now I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I, I, I'm shocked that in cases like this, there isn't some sort of culpability for, for requiring notification to fellow employees. Yeah. And, and shutting the plant down and, you know, decontaminating it. I can mm-hmm. see how hard it would be to decontaminate an entire Amazon warehouse. Yes. But, uh, you know, you got to try. And at least, you know, they said that on in this particular case, they kind of backtraced the people that they were in contact with. But this is an Amazon warehouse where everybody's running around. How can they even possibly know that this person was only in touch with X amount of people? And what about those people? You know, it's a really fast, you know, spread going on there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it's it's really shitty of Amazon to do that. I mean, I know they're under an enormous amount of pressure right now. They are the lifeline of our country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess inciting panic in their warehouses isn't in their best interest, but also, you know, losing the trust of the people who run those warehouses is definitely not in their best interest because we've seen it, seen a revolt before in the Brooklyn warehouse. Mm-hmm. So they need to get in, out in front of this. Yep. Well, they're not the only ones that are having this happen. Of course, a, a leaked email has revealed that two Tesla employees have tested positive for COVID-19 as well. Um, so Laura Shelby, the head of Tesla's environmental health and safety department, said in an email to employees on Thursday that two people had been infected. This has uh, now been leaked out to the general public. Of course, the employees have been working from home for almost two weeks and did not show symptoms while working at the office. But as we know about how this spreads, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, you spread it before you can show symptoms. Uh, it did not specify which facility the employees worked at or their roles. So again, this falls under the, uh, maybe we need to tell everybody when this happens. Well, at least it seems like they did. Yeah, eventually. So, well, I mean, <laughs> at least they at least said something and, uh, all kinds of stuff is coming out for free now. So Comcast and Verizon are making some on-demand viewing for free. Uh, for Comcast, subscribers with Xfinity X1 or Xfinity Flex now have preview access to on-demand videos from several premium, premium TV networks and streaming services for at least 30 days, including Epics and Showtime. So if you finally want to catch up with uh, that show uh, 
Homeland that I gave up on. I guess you can now. Uh, there's also <laughs> Curiosity Stream, History Vault, Kids Room, The Great Courses, Signature Collection, and The Reading Corner to keep your family educated. Uh, if you want to hunt down videos on Comcast, you only have to say free into your voice remote. That's pretty cool. Verizon, meanwhile, is offering a mix of similar on-demand viewing as well as educational tools for wireless and Fios customers, Epic Showtime, and Guy IM's Fitness Channel. I actually did some of their yoga back in the day. That's pretty good. Hmm. So, and students will get access to educational resources like Bookful, Chegg, Epic, and Quizlet. So people are stepping up and giving us free dribs and drabs to pass the time. Yep, and Verizon and AT&T are going to drop mobile data overage charges for customers experiencing financial hardship as a result of the virus. This is an article over at Wired that will be in the show notes called How to Get Your Data Cap Fees Waived During the Pandemic. And CBS All Access, who came out and just shocked me, is offering a free one-month trial just in time to binge Picard, which we will be talking about at the end of the show. We are going to have a spoiler cast at the end of the show now that Picard is over. So uh, stick around for that. Boy, I, I feel I feel like a real ass for paying for CBS now. If uh, only you and I'd me both, known. brother. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this come up and I'm like, motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because we paid that they can do this. That's true. And you know what? They're going to announce that their subscribership has gone through the roof again. Oh, yeah, that's right. Another record day. <laughs> Another record day. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of Star Trek, LeVar Burton has uh, run out of free public domain short stories to read to audiences at home. He could not find any more that he hadn't done that was appropriate enough for, you know, the full family audience. And your buddy, Neil Gaiman, answered the call, giving him blanket permission to read anything of his online. That is awesome. Way mm -hmm. to go, Neil. And thank you, LeVar. Yep. And we've had our first Netflix outage. It started around noon Eastern time and affected users in the U.S. and Europe and went down for about an hour for some users. A person familiar with the company said the outage only affected users trying to get to the service via web browsers and not on mobile apps or connected TVs where Netflix sees most of its usage. And they wouldn't comment on whether this was a result of surging use during the coronavirus pandemic or not. It just went down. Uh, as somebody who works in technology and you too, Jason, somebody probably just tripped over a wire somewhere. Yeah, somebody unplugged the server. We, we know how this works. <laughs> yes. Uh, and as we know, not all Americans have had equal access to testing for the coronavirus, and not all Americans even have equal information about what existing testing might be available amid uh, all these testing delays and gaps across the country. But the rich... They take care of their own. Oh, That's part of the reason why an email the Silicon Valley venture capital firm DCVC sent to its investors on Tuesday, offering them access to expedited COVID-19 testing due to a unique relationship, caused a stir. To some in Silicon Valley, it came across that better access to testing during a public health emergency was a perk of being wealthy or well-connected enough to be an investor in a venture capital firm. They immediately, of course, came out and said, we, we, we don't, we're not offering special access. We were merely boasting and misspoke oh sure sure <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm sorry who says boasting anymore <laughs> i know it's amazing and uh, people have been asking as all these donations have started to come in from various tech companies about uh, medical masks so we've had uh, elon musk wrote in an email to clean technica that tesla and spacex will be distributing a supply of two hundred and fifty thousand and ninety five masks mark zuckerberg announced that facebook were giving away its Reserve of 720,000 masks. Apple is donating 9 million masks to healthcare facilities around the country. And of course, this makes you go, 
why do they have all these masks? They're <laughs> Tesla, tech companies. Well, Tesla and SpaceX, I can totally see because they have manufacturing plants. Facebook and Apple, not so much. Yeah, well, at first it made me get, you know, a little antsy and angry. But then I realized what the answer is, thankfully, to this article. Uh, they're based here in California, where we have deadly wildfires each year. And companies are required by law to have a certain amount of, of masks on hand for all their employees. Well, so there you go. they were just following standard guidelines from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA. And uh, they recommend a certain number of masks as well as emergency food and water per employee. That's why they have them all. So now they're sharing them. And now they don't. So if we get, <laughs> so when, when the as long as come, we don't get a wildfire. <laughs> well, we're but nobody's in the office season. anyways. So oh, there you that's go. That's true. They don't, yes. have to, they don't have to give those out. Yeah. <laughs> and Airbnb, of course, is in the news right now because uh, they're considering raising capital from new investors because they're getting escalating losses due to the devastating impact of the pandemic, of course, because nobody's traveling and nobody's staying in Airbnbs right now. Uh, this pandemic has thrown into disarray their plans to go public this year, and the company's board and investors are divided over the best path forward, according to people familiar with the matter. Uh, private buyers of Airbnb shares are telling sellers they need to drop their valuation significantly. Airbnb considered itself for Worth thirty billion, and uh, let's see. This guy uh, Mitchell Green, who is a partner with Lead Edge Capital, was approached last week by a broker trying to sell him Airbnb shares, and he said, "Call me when they only want ten billion." <laughs> Call me when they only want ten billion. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But I got to say, Airbnb is doing one thing right. They're going to provide free or subsidized housing for one hundred thousand healthcare workers that are working on this. Yeah, good. because that's the one of the big things. It's like. These people have to, they go to work, they go to the hospitals, they're around these patients. Then they have to go home, which might, you know, if, if they get infected, then they're going to infect their families and it's going to, you know, exacerbate the problem. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, healthcare workers need is a place to stay by the hospitals that yep. they can be by themselves in, or at least with other hospital workers who have yeah. also possibly been exposed so they don't spread the virus anymore. So this is great that they're stepping up and doing this. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are, which, uh, I, you know, New York City is one of the hardest hit spaces in our country right now. And I believe it was the Four Seasons that basically said our rooms are open to all nurses and doctors in the area. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. I hope they get the free room service, too, because, man, the Four Seasons has great food. <laughs> oh, yeah, their burger is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a world-class VPN. Grumpy Old Geeks recommends private internet access to protect your online privacy and identity. Private internet access never keeps any records of their users' online activities, so you can be assured that you have complete privacy and nobody knows what you're doing online. No matter your technical skills, private internet access is one of the easiest VPN apps out there. All it takes to connect is just one click or tap and your data will be encrypted instantly. With just one private internet access VPN subscription, you can connect up to 10 devices at the same time. Go to GOG.show slash VPN and sign up today. For a limited time only, you can get our favorite VPN for just $2.69 a month when you sign up for two years. GOG.show slash VPN. That's GOG.show slash VPN. This episode is sponsored by Mood. 420 celebrations come in all shapes and sizes, just like the many ways to enjoy your THC. Mood offers just the right buzz with their federally legal flower, gummies, vapes, and more, helping you find the perfect high. Mood is offering our listeners a free THCA pre-roll and 20% off your first order. Just head over to hellomood.com and use our exclusive code GOG. 
Mood's latest introduction, the THCA Flower, is a game-changer, offering the classic cannabis high with a twist. With 10 high-inducing strains, it's their most potent lineup yet. What's even better is that all Mood products are extracted from hemp, making them federally legal, and are regularly tested to ensure the highest quality. Sourced from small family farms, you're getting a product that's effective and pesticide-free. I tried several of their products from the uplifting Energized to the Mellow Chill, and I must say, each provided a unique, enjoyable high. My favorite? Definitely the Creative Strain. It sparked an incredible flow of ideas and got me through my daily projects with ease. Whether you're new to THC or a seasoned aficionado, Mood has something for every vibe. Their in-house experts have tailored different strains to match specific moods, offering a range of products to suit any preference. From delectable gummies to classic flower and convenient pre-rolls, there's a multitude of ways to enjoy Mood's offerings. Celebrate 420 exactly how you want to with Mood. Get 20% off your first order plus a free THCA pre-roll at hellomood.com with promo code GOG. That's hellomood.com. Code GOG. Security? Ha! We are joined again this week by our good friend Dave Bittner. Dave is the host of the Cyberwire podcast. Dave is also the co host of the social engineering podcast Hacking Humans with Joe Kerrigan, as well as the co host of Caveat with Ben Yellen, where they discuss law and policy as well as surveillance and privacy. Welcome back, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm still working here. Uh, I'm still coming into the studio every day. I'm the only one here. That sounds like heaven. <laughs> Let me see if you guys can recognize this sound. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Ah. Mm. Mm. That works. How nice for you to immediately follow up our work from home <sighs> segment where we said, do not drink alcohol during the day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, to be to be yeah. fair, he is on the East Coast, so he's got oh, a couple true. hours. On. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> right? It's not quite. It's at least it's not still morning. Although, um, as a good friend of mine says, you can't drink all day if you don't start early. So <laughs> that is solid right. logic. Solid logic. So I've just decided that uh, uh, what the hell I'm going to drink. Uh, I'm going to drink a beer while we're doing this show because uh, why, why not? not? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Because all normalcy has evaporated. That that's is where right. we're at now. Right. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So it's good to be back. Pardon me while I take a little swig of my beer here. Mm -mm. Mm. I wish I had known this was going to be a drinking segment. I would have uh, done my BevMo <laughs> pickup earlier. Yeah. Well, well, well Dave, Dave, oh. hmm? I think I'll join you. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh, my son is coming in. Hello. Yes, Lucas. Could you go f fetch me a beer, please? There you go. There it is. Yeah. I was just going to say. I'll fix it is later. He... I need to do something. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Has your child, is your child old enough that he knows what it means when you say, son, go fetch me a cold one? Uh, unfortunately, no. I, he, he, he still believes that daddy is just drinking his water. <laughs> I see. Hold on, His I gotta close the door. He left it open. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, because a one that is not cold is hardly a one at all. Indeed, indeed. Uh. <laughs> yes, this is the home office. Okay, so moving along. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Me without a beer. 
I was talking with Dave before we started here, and I'm like, with everybody working from home and a lot of people being lonely and not having anybody to talk to, I think it's time that somebody like uh, re- revive chat roulette, but without the dicks. Because uh, this yeah. seems like a time where you could, it'd be good to go meet random people, but you know. Zoom should just add in a talk to random people channel. All right. I was going to say, hasn't Zoom become chat roulette with the dicks lately? <laughs> I, we're hearing all about people dropping into Zoom meetings by randomly guessing numbers and oh yeah, uh, crashing crashing the Zoom parties for people oh. who have not set passwords. And there's been there's lots whole, of uh, amazing screen yeah. captures of people that don't really understand how the technology works and aren't wearing shirts and don't realize the camera's on. And yet, <laughs> right, it's, right. Uh, <laughs> right. I saw a woman earlier this week. She went. She, she I guess she muted her audio and forgot that her video camera was on. And took the, her laptop into the bathroom with her as she <laughs> went and sat down on the toilet, and, and that's funny enough. But I, I watched this video probably half a dozen times. One time for the reaction of each of the other people on the Zoom call <laughs> as, <laughs> as they realized what was going on and, <laughs> and what was happening. Uh, good times, good times. Yes. There was the article that came out today that uh, Walmart is selling more shirts than pants because everybody <laughs> needs to look good on on their Zoom calls. Right, right. Yeah, you don't, you don't need pants on the internet. <laughs> no, apparently you don't. Well, uh, there was a bit of news, I suppose, this week, so we might as well get into it before we just uh, get back to drinking our beers. I'm curious to see how the end of this segment will be for you, too. Uh, we have a tip of the hat to Chris Lockhead, friend of the show, who sent us this article. Coronavirus cybersecurity fallout might not be felt for weeks or longer. So basically, hackers are smelling blood in the water right now and uh, are attacking and things of such nature because everybody's working from home. You have the added wrinkle that uh, people are using their own computers, emails, and file sharing accounts in a pinch if their VPNs aren't working or they weren't set up already. Um, And uh, basically a lot of things that are easily hackable. And the real fear here is the well-organized criminal organizations or nation states will just be hoovering up as much data as they possibly can because they can wait and they can just download it all and uh, go through it at their leisure. Yeah. Well, and these organizations are famous for biding their time. So mm-hmm. they can establish presence in these systems that are not as well protected at home and and just wait cuz a lot of the, eventually a lot of those laptops are going to go back to the office where they're inside yep. the moat. Yep. Yeah. Fun yeah. Times. Uh, <laughs> Well, but I guess the flip side of that is that this is not mysterious to the people who are in charge of security. So, you know, they're rapidly going to be putting everything in place. And when it's time for people to come back, you can bet that there could be... Laptops will be quarantined? Yeah. Yeah. Get the swab. Get the swab. Shove it in the USB drive. Wiggle it around. (laughs) Right. Who's chirping? My wife left her phone in here. (laughs) That's amazing. This is just a... Today is catastrophic, basically. Everybody drink. Talk talk amongst (laughs) yourselves while I go deliver this. It feels like we're in an episode of Life Without Humans now, and the bugs have started to take back over. Well, grabbed a beer while I was out there, so I'm joining the party. Good man. Good man. Good man. All right. This is going to be security. (laughs) (sighs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. So we got a story here from Tech Dirt about the executive director of the AI Now Institute, Andrea Neil Sanchez, who testified in front of the European Parliament saying predictive policing software relies on dirty data because it comes from dirty cops. 
Hmm. And so it is just going to become this horrible system that kind of is this self-perpetuating dystopia if you kind of rely on this data because the cops tend to lie in some of these places. Well, garbage in, garbage out, right? So if they're getting crappy data, then it's just going to get worse and worse and feedback loop on itself and might as well all just stay home. Oh, wait, we're doing that already. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Dirty cops create dirty data is what they say. And, uh, you know, we've been saying this all along. It's all about the data set you start with. But yep. at least now the, you know, the EU parliament has been sat down and explained to in probably very small words that said, this is a bad idea. Well, surely, I mean, if you're going to do this, shouldn't you appoint some sort of overseer board that, uh, you know, <laughs> checks, checks the data before it actually gets sent into the system? That would be nice. A smart thing to do, right? Yeah. I suppose it's good that we have uh, places like the EU with GDPR and all that good stuff so that we have different parts of the world that are approaching this from different directions. And so we'll be able to see how it plays out in different places. So it's a good thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, I have an article uh, this week. Uh, this came out uh, within the past few days. Um, of course, we're all using Zoom or many, many more of us are using Zoom than used to be using Zoom. Yes. All of our... Uh, all of our conferencing and so on and so forth. Wish I had a bot stock. Actually, did you see uh, the other day that they shut down the trading for uh, the, for Zoom on the stock market? Because I guess the name Zoom belongs to a company who is not the same Zoom as the video conferencing company. What a windfall for them. <laughs> Well, let's just say there's been some volatility <laughs> as people have been buying up their stock that there's nothing to do with the video conferencing uh, organizations. So the SEC, I guess, put them on hold or s- some sort of thing to slow them down. Right. At any rate, uh, for those who are using the video conferencing uh, app, uh, some alerts here that the iOS version of their app sends all kinds of information about you to, wait for it, Facebook. Because why wouldn't it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, even if you don't have a Facebook account, your information goes to Facebook, and this is uh, the shadow I profiles. Guess they're using they're using some of Facebook's tools to do some of the things they do within the app, and when you do that, your data automatically gets hoovered up by Facebook. And um, what's interesting is that. In Facebook's terms of use for their tools, they say that the the makers of apps have to say that this is what's going to happen. And evidently in uh, Zoom's EULA, it does not explicitly say that they'll be sending information to Facebook. Oopsies. So, yeah, this has some folks uh, like the EFF upset, I think justifiably so. So uh, be mindful. What I've heard people say is that if you're going – the best way to use Zoom and not have your information sucked up is to use the uh, browser-based version of it. Right. Yes, which is what I think most people are using, although you can never tell. Who knows? I've had two calls and two people were certainly on their phone, but most people seem to be on their desktops. Yeah, but for me, if I open a Zoom link in the browser, it tries – it always tries to launch the Zoom app. Mm. which is itself not as secure as running it in the browser, evidently. Right. So okay. Well, good tip for be everyone. Be careful for that. Uh, another story we had this week, uh, this is kind of a fun one. Uh, the folks over at uh, Trustwave did some research on uh, <sighs> uh, attempt that was made on a hospitality organization. I'm going to guess it was a hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a letter in the mail from Best Buy 
thanking them for being good customers for a long time. It's a nice letter here. It has a Best Buy logo on it. And inside was a Best Buy gift card, a $50 gift card, uh, which you can use on any of a number of items that are listed on the conveniently included USB drive. <laughs> Yeah, it has the list of items that you can spend your fifty dollar gift card on. That's impressive. I I know my mom would fall for that. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she wouldn't know how to plug in a USB drive, thankfully, but that would <laughs> be the that. saving. That would be the saving grace. But <laughs> right, right, right. She'd call you over, and you'd plug it in for her. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Um, so uh, also interesting that this isn't just a USB drive that they sent out. This is uh, one of the USB rubber duckies. So it it emulates a keyboard and it comes preloaded with all sorts of keystrokes. So if you put it in there, it automatically starts executing keystrokes, automatically downloads the malware, starts communicating with the command and control server, the whole nine yards. Excellent. Well, well that, hey, at least they make smart. it easy. Yeah. Just one <laughs> stop. Right. One stop shop. It is convenient. It is convenient. Uh, good news is that the folks at this place did not fall for this. Uh, when it came in, they they immediately reached out to security, who sent it along to I, I believe the uh, these researchers here at Trustwave. So, mm-hmm. um, but of course, if they sent it out to one group. You can bet they sent sent it out to a lot. Yeah, so. I'm imagining there's quite a few of these out there. So not yeah. just the one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So heads up on that. All right. Uh, I've got my personal favorite coronavirus spam email so far. I've gotten quite a few. They've definitely upticked recently, but I did love this one. It says, uh, hi, neighbor. Test confirmed that I was sick with a coronavirus. Doctor said that in a week I will leave the world. My parents will be left without my support. And at this time, you will live, you will live enjoying. I think this is unfair, <laughs> and I suggest you pay me. What am I sitting at home and don't try to infect your home? Life or money, hurry up. Every hour, I hate you more and more. Here's my Bitcoin address. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but I've been getting tons of them. Uh, I don't yeah. know what infuriates more, me more, all these kind of uh, spammy things or uh, every single company in the world trying to pivot their mar- marketing to uh, talk about being at home and all that sort of stuff. But it's crazy. Yep. Yep, I've I've been getting a ton of them uh, for, with the healing powers of CBD, and evidently that can cure anything. Oh, but that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I got nothing against CBD, but um, it's I think getting me through this off, thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's for I, damn sure. I, I think uh, you know, I'm playing off of the, uh, I, I guess. Um, the newness of it and that people really don't know a whole lot about it. So, yeah. hey, it's plausible that it might cure what <laughs> what ails you no matter what that is. So, mm. yeah, so well, CBD know. stands for Corona Banishment Device. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm just happy that Goop has not uh, leapt into the fray. Perhaps they've learned a lesson <laughs> at this point. <laughs> hmm Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this vagina egg is excellent for females with coronavirus. That's right. You'll take right. your mind off the symptoms, if nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I haven't gotten any, period, none, zip, zilch, but I use Gmail for all of my mail, so they've got, you know, the best right. spam protection in the world. So. Yeah, I, I don't, and I'm still, I've had this email address for 25 plus years now, so I'm on a lot of lists, I'm sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I guess I've been seeing them as people have been sending them in to us to, as right. examples. I did see this one that you sent in. The CBD one came on my phone as a text message. I, have you guys had text spam, like, you know, go through the roof recently? Yep. Mm, no, since I the beginning of the year. that, actually. No, yeah, since I the haven't. beginning of the year. My calls have ramped up, but not my texts. My texts have not ramped up because I turned on that do not accept or from unknown callers mm-hmm. feature in, on uh, iOS. But my text spam, I get three to four a day. It's ridiculous. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a ton. It's a mm-hmm. ton because maybe they figured out that they can't call me. So they're like, yeah, we'll just text the asshole anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave, I was going to ask if you had any... Uh, more tips from working from home, but it sounds like you're not working from home. <laughs> so you're just day drinking in the office. Yeah, pretty much. You know, last uh, last week I decided I was going to try to bring my dog with me to work mm-hmm. because, I, you know, it would be nice to have my dog here and keep me company. And uh, my my dog refused to come with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going out there. <clears throat> well, yeah. so here's, like, yeah, here's the Rona right. out there. <laughs> yeah. I um, My mistake was my dog is – is pretty smart and he's got a, 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 allegedly he has some Australian shepherd in him, which is the smart part. Um, but uh, I packed up a bag to bring with us to the office and that was all he needed to know when he <laughs> saw me packing up a bag with like the, you know, like the spray if he had an accident here and I put some treats in it and some toys. And as soon as he saw that bag, he thought, I assume he thought we were going to the vet. and he would not come with me i could not i mean i could have physically picked him up and brought him to the car but he was so unhappy and his his little ears tucked behind his head and he was just looking at me like nope 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 so i left him at home where he sleeps all day and you know protects our house from the the geese that come by the nearby lake and keeps busy with his work so yeah yeah Yeah. uh it's interesting i i've seen an uptick in crime in my neighborhood which is random because crime is pretty much down everywhere people have been going around and stealing security cameras you live in a really messed up neighborhood jason i'm telling you (laughs) is that just phase one like that's what everybody's thinking um because these guys have been like hitting different uh different places but they hit a church the other day and they stole Ugh. four of these really high-end security cameras. So they're thinking that oh, maybe they were just taking them to sell them. Oh, or, you know, they were, you know, planning to come back later. But, you know, they're stealing security cameras, the geniuses they are. And then the security cameras, obviously, <laughs> alerted them. And this is like two blocks from my house. So we had like 10 cop cars and a, and a ghetto bird flying around here in the middle of the night waking everybody up. And wow. it's like... It's insane. I'm just like, why are you stealing security cameras? I mean, that's all they can. They have to go to businesses where they know nobody's at because everybody's at home. Like home invasions are down precipitously. Like nobody's uh, getting broken into because everybody's, everybody's still at home. home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of interesting that the LAPD was talking about the statistics the other day. And it's like, yep. Uh, and the, and here's the fun part. They said, we're expecting to see an uptick in domestic violence as everybody stays home for extended periods of time because uh, they're not used to being around their significant others for a yeah. long time. Yeah, it's, yeah uh, I'd heard it, that. Yeah. I'd heard that. Yeah, I mean, there's serious. no danger of that here, but uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, I'm so yeah, glad my roommate right. found TikTok is all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Why do yeah. you go why do you keep going into the office every day, Dave? Well, I I balance the risk. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I do love my wife and I want to keep it that way. 
right. I love her so right. much. I'm going to leave. Look, I, yeah. I, you know, on a serious note, though, I mean, we're we're just two weeks into this. I I don't know how people people are going to survive two more months. I I really don't. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's this is hard. Like it's really hard. <laughs> it's hard for you. It's, yeah. it's a it's a piece of cake for me. I'm loving it. No, I know. Great. This is your normal life. You've survived 20 years of it. So exactly. Yeah. This is my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I mean it's a good point though. I think it's uh, what I've noticed is that I think everybody is a bit on edge mm-hmm. and uh, perhaps a, a bit more short-tempered than usual. So it's good to be aware of that and and when you catch yourself being snippy to just take a deep breath and remember that we're all <laughs> feeling the same way. We're all feeling the same way. And yep. so uh, just it's not just you. It's everybody. I would like to um, say that if you would like to like to escape for a little bit. I did say escape. I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. I would recommend going to feels.com slash G-O-G. That's F-E-A-L-S dot <laughs> com slash G-O-G and order yourself some CBD oil because that is uh, really that is really making my day nowadays. Yeah. It is important to note that that does not do anything for the coronavirus. It does not. It does not. <laughs> uh, might help you with some domestic violence issues if you're leaning that way. Calm you down. Keeps you calm. <clears throat> Hold on a second. Are those guys sending you guys samples? Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. <laughs> we'll see what we can do there for you, Dave. <laughs> uh, share the love. All right. I'm just going to finish off this beer here. And, uh, <clears throat> All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay sane. Ups and doodads. So I thought this was pretty funny. Google Podcasts is finally available on iOS for our podcast listening audience. Just what I never needed. <laughs> I know, it, but it's funny. It's 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 actually better than the Apple Podcasts app, which is just you know god awful. But uh, it's just funny, and you can sync across, of, co- of course, to all your other Google devices if you're a Google Home user, and uh, which I don't think many Apple people generally go the Google Home route. It's usually Android users, so. But uh, yeah, now Google is stepping up on their podcast game, so that'll be linked in the show notes. I tried it out. It's okay. It's okay. It's, right. ba- it's bare bones and basic, but you can subscribe to shows and uh, go from there. Their their charts and their discoverability is abysmal, but uh, shocking. Yeah, nobody's uh, nobody's discoverability is fantastic right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. It's another option for people to go snag. And apparently, the iOS version is more full featured than the Android version right now, which will be getting revved, uh, I think, uh, fairly soon. Excellent. Very cool. Uh, I have a number of friends that are into all things kind of kitschy. And as we're all stuck at home and getting a little itchy under the skin, the kitschy is coming out even more. So a couple of my friends shared uh, this link. The new Golden Girls Tiki Mugs are the only things we're sipping out of this summer. Yes, the stars of the Golden Girls are embracing the warm weather in their Miami home with their new Tiki Mugs. These are actually pretty cool looking. And uh, (laughs) I was like, well, let me go look at their website because I noticed it was a company and it's geektikis.com and yes, geekytikis. Oh, geekytikis.com yeah. and they've got Star Wars, they've got Marvel and yes, it is all licensed, official and good to go. These things are amazing. I am definitely going to have a Star Wars tiki party at some point. And here you go, man, Baby Yoda. They got a Baby Yoda tiki mug. The Darth Vader one is just boss. <laughs> It's so that is, cool. That is pretty awesome. That is pretty <laughs> awesome. Link for that will be in the show notes. Brick a brick. 
All right, this time I've just got a couple links that uh, will be linked in the show notes that everybody can go check out that I found interesting this week. Uh, one is The Verge, How COVID-19 is Changing Public Perception of Big Tech Companies. Mm-hmm. So they're getting a pass right now because they're actually turning out to be useful. Yes. And and <laughs> we've got other things to fight against right now instead of we've going after them. We've got bigger fish to fry, as it were. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, it's a pretty interesting article. So uh, check that one out. Uh, this next one, I forget who sent this to me, but it's just too damn funny. NYC declares war on rim jobs in graphic health department memo. So apparently you can get the Rona from licking the rim. <laughs> it's a pretty funny article. It's over at the New York Post. And... Uh, Frag was, I think, the first person to send this into us, but since then, a million people have. A Southeast Portland strip club has given out-of-work dancers a new way to make money, topless food delivery. And that's right. Uh, this talks about Brody Grody, the girl who's doing it. <laughs> and, uh, yep, they have uh, online, you know, you order your stuff online and they deliver your food topless. Now, they do have pasties on, I believe, because that was – maybe they don't, but they put them on for the article. But, uh, yes, and it is called Boober Eats. <laughs> Oh, oh, Portland. Keep being Portland. (laughs) And I found this over at uh, Tim Urban's blog. Tim Urban is just one of those guys. It's just fascinating to read. And it's a story called You Won't Believe My Morning. Did you read this one, Brian? I I did not get a chance to read this yet. No, it's a long read. It's a long read, but it's fascinating. And if you just want to if you want to kill some time and get some actual, you know, interesting science behind some of the stuff that we're dealing with. Uh, it's, it's a kind of a fantasy story and it's, I, I, I started reading it. I'm like, what, this isn't really normal for Tim, but I guess, uh, it's, it, I, I can't explain it without ruining it. So I highly okay. recommend just going and reading it. It's like a 10, 15 minute read, but well worth it. All right. And I'm going to have to start giving the Atlantic my money. I, oh, I, 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 yeah, I agree. Let's, uh, let's make that a grumpy old geeks purchase because I love the Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we are going to start paying for the Atlantic because they, they, I saw this new one this morning. The president is trapped over at, uh, over at the Atlantic. And there was one, there's one main line in here that, uh, I think that, uh, I really just, I, I, I was reading it and I'm like, wow. And I, I, I could not believe that they said this thing. I'm just going to read this paragraph and, and their re- reaction to it. So bear with me. I think you'll. I, I think the payoff is worth it. All right. The qualities we most need in a president during this crisis are calmness, wisdom, and reassurance, a command of the facts, and the ability to communicate them well, and the capacity to think about the medium and long term while carefully weighing competing opinions and conflicting needs. We need a leader who can persuade the public to act in ways that are difficult but necessary, who can focus like a laser beam on a problem for a sustained period of time, and who will listen to, and when necessary, defer to, experts who know far more than he does. Yeah. We need a president who can draw the nation together rather than drive it apart, who excels at the intricate work of governing and who works well with elected officials at every level. We need a chief executive whose judgment is not just sound, but exceptional. There are some 325 million people in America, and it's hard to think of more than a handful who are more lacking in these qualities than Donald Trump. Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. I, I, well, I almost dropped my coffee when I read that. I was like, damn, boy, you're bringing the guns. 
Well, well, tell me something that isn't true there. Spade That's the spade. problem. Uh, one of the things that I plan to do, since we're going to be here for months, let's be honest about this, is uh, I want to go back and watch Mythbusters, because I really do miss that show. And when I was thinking about it a couple days back, uh, there were three episodes in particular that really have stuck with me, and I will never forget. Uh, one of them is uh, boarding an airplane. Remember that one? Oh, they yeah. tried all the different methods. That was fascinating. Uh, the other one was when everybody got really, really drunk except for Jamie. That was a great episode, too. Mm -hmm. And the third one that I always remembered and always stuck with me was when they pretended to have a dinner party where one person had the flu. And they mm. used the little drip. And much like your washing hands video earlier, they used uh, you know UV light ink, basically, to see how it spread. And they tried their best to not contaminate themselves. And they could not do it. They were covered, covered in that disgusting inky fluid. So this, and I just kept thinking about that because this is why social distancing is so damn important. You will get infected. If you go out, you will get infected. If you go in big groups of people, watch this video, link in show notes, stay home. Closing shout outs. My closing shout out today is to everybody that's still out there working Working at the grocery stores, delivering the food, working at the hospitals, working at the power plants, picking up the garbage. Anybody that has to actually go out and have a job that keeps the rest of us able to stay at home and not spread this thing. I salute you. I applaud you. And I triple tip you anytime yep. I can. I even tip <laughs> when I went to the my grocery store run the other day. I even slid the two girls at the checkout line of 20 each because I know that they're you know, they're not doing so hot out there right now. So yep. if you can do it, do it. There you go. And a special shout out to friend of the show, one time guest of the show and author of our outro music, Andy Stochansky. A happy birthday, man. I will be joining a virtual birthday party uh, for him later on on Zoom because this is our life now. And Have you done many do. uh, virtual happy hours yet? I uh, No, because I have a kid. <laughs> oh man and i'm not available to do a virtual happy hour until after he's in bed and usually at that point i'm so exhausted uh i've been invited to a few i i'm hoping to do one at some point because again like like we all know this is going to drag on forever but it's been pretty difficult for me to get into one so far especially uh, since they all start early with day drinking <laughs> oh no i mean i've done a couple afternoon ones and they're actually really fun um i was thinking if there if you if there's any time where you could like sneak out at, at night i would stay up and we could do a gog uh virtual happy hour and invite uh oh. any of the the show fans who want to join in to come in maybe, and have a drink with us i thought that would be kind of fun uh, maybe we can record that and put it out on patreon <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I mean, just have have show fans come in, too. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, no, just yeah, open it up uh, and say, whoever wants to join can join. Let's schedule one of those. We'll have details on the next show. All right. All right. All right. Until next time, I'm Brian Schulmeister. And I'm Jason DeFilippo. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. To support the show and keep us on the air, go to GOG.show slash donate. Toss us a few bucks, and we'll love you forever. And if you can't afford it now, don't worry about it. Your support keeps us going, and we really appreciate it. Show notes for this episode are at GOG.show slash 426. From there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show, and get links to stuff we like. Stay grumpy, stay safe, and stay home.
So, Brian, we watched yes. the, the Picard finale last night. Uh, I did. I did. How many tissues was it for you? Um, no, no tissues. We're trying to conserve those as much as possible. <laughs> but I, I will say I might have rubbed my shirt uh, along my eye a few times. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> I, I, I had to bust out the tissues and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> this, is, this is a precious resource I'm, I'm wasting here. But yeah, it was good. It was really good. They, um, my one disappointment that I will say is it would have been nice if the AIs from the distant galaxies wouldn't have been stolen directly from the matrix, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought <laughs> that was a little weird. Yeah. Like why make them exactly like from the matrix? Give them a, give them a funky looking ship or something. Not, uh, not just spindly octopus metal things. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's that's my one complaint. Uh, other than that, I thought it was it was just an amazing Star Trek episode. Like uh, Star Trek does not get much better than that. Uh, I did not expect the 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 Gollum twist to be Picard. I I thought it would be something else, but uh, there you go. And uh, it was nice to get real data as briefly as we got him. That was fantastic. <laughs> I have to say, I jumped off my couch and I spilled white claw all over myself when Riker showed up with the fleet. Well, that I knew was going to come. I'm like, it's I, I only know, a matter of time. <laughs> I thought they would come. I didn't realize Riker was going to be at the at the helm. But yeah. when he showed up, he was he was he. I mean, he was full on Riker in that one. Just like oh, he's smiling. I'm going to kick your ass. Bitch. He even had the 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 forward to the side lean. It was great. Totally. I mean, it, it was it was picture perfect. Yes, I, I would have liked to have seen Troy behind him, but uh, I understand she's got to stay home with the kid. Somebody's got yeah. to stay home with the kid. So <laughs> always that. There's yeah. always that. But uh, man, that was just. I mean, it was such a good episode. I did not see the twist coming, where um, the girl was killed by uh, I can't remember her name. The the golden android. Yeah. Yes. I did not see that twist coming at all, and I thought it was interesting when everybody started working together, the Romulans and the crew and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That was a really uh, interesting twist for me, I think. It, I thought it was good, though. I thought it was – and here's the thing that I loved about it the most. Hmm. There was no cliffhanger in this. No, None but – None whatsoever. It's, it was a solid standalone season where I am excited as hell for the next season – how can we not be? Because it looks like Seven of Nine is now part of the crew. Yes, I know. <laughs> it is so awesome. And uh, yeah, and we have Robo Picard. So that's awesome. <laughs> Robo, yes, we do. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, you saw that coming two episodes ago. But One thing great. that I think will be coming is they said that they didn't give him any enhancements. But somehow I think we're going to find out he may have one or two. He might be like a Tesla. Like he can get an over-the-air update. <laughs> right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, self-driving Picard. All of a sudden, he just starts playing Bowie out of his ass. <laughs> Look, you can play Snake on my chest. Um, no, I yeah. just, I, you know, this entire season has been fantastic. And I was just, I was, you know, kind of worried. And, uh, you know, with the twists from, you know, the previous episode and then getting to this one. And it's funny, I, I, I had my bowl of food i had my my white claw and i was sitting down like literally sitting down You're so basic i know sitting down to watch it and i get a call from friend of the show dr teeter and and I, he's like have you seen picard yet and i'm like no he's like don't 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 ruin the other don't ruin the other episodes of the season it, just just don't watch it don't watch it i'm like well you know i can't do that and he's like i'm just fucking with you man i cried like a baby <laughs> It's like it's perfect. Go watch it. <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, not in my wildest dreams did I ever expect I would see Picard and Seven of Nine on a crew together. And apparently, that's what we're getting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. 
I have to say too, now that CBS All Access is free for you know forever, I can cancel my account. I can sign up for the free one. <laughs> And then I can go back. I've never watched Enterprise. I watched half of the first episode, and I've never oh, seen dude. a single one. It actually gets good. It does? I, okay. I think you will enjoy By the end of the show, they found their footing. They found that the acting is first rate. A lot of the characters are wonderful. I, I think you'll really enjoy it. Well, I mean, I like Scott Bakula a lot. I mean, you can't go wrong with him. So, and uh, I just remember there was like some really hot shower scene in the first episode. Yes. Yes. With, uh, I can't even remember the actress's name now. She's gorgeous, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's about the only thing I remember from the beginning. Of it. uh, it's but, well worth it. I think you'll enjoy it. Watch it. You might as well. It's free. What else have you got to do? Uh, well, Ozark just dropped for season three. Uh, <laughs> there's so many things that came out today that uh, I, I'm definitely digging into, but here's the great part. Everything dropped at the right exact time because now that, you know, Eric Garcetti came out and said, prepare for two months. I'm like, trust me, I was already prepared for two months. I'm not going <laughs> anywhere. This is the perfect time to get all of our all of our spring shows. But I, I, I am planning on going back and watching the entirety of Picard again at least once. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to let that sit for a while. But uh, it's great that all Star Trek shows are now on CBS All Access. So, you know, they can have my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap for our Picard coverage for quite some time. Next up, Star Trek Discovery, coming soon. <laughs>